What's going to happen for you, Krishna? Sometimes in Indian culture, a person they have arranged marriages, which is something interesting. <laughs> but then they meet for the first time at the point of marriage. They look, wow, now we belong. And then suddenly the girl suddenly has a new family. Very quick, oh, he's now my mother-in-law, father-in-law and so now we belong together. So in a, on a deeper level, the point which is marriage, on the, our deeper level, is, call, is called initiation. It's the point, and this is not a ritual, it's the point where a soul decides, my Lord, I want to surrender. I want to come towards you and then mysteriously Krishna says in Gita Tesham Satata Yuktanam Bhajantam Pritipurvakam Tadhami Budiyogantam Yenamamupayantite mysteriously at that moment of that readiness of the soul Krishna makes more arrangements that this soul is really guided towards me. But then slowly, slowly, we feel, oh, we have a new family. Play persons to whom belong, to whom we belong. And there are millions. These are all the inhabitants of the spiritual world, all the <coughs> um, eternal associates. And for me, it's um, one of the greatest mystery is how Golgadada came in my life. But to enter in their moods, this is like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is really Krishna himself on an adventure journey to know something, what is devotion to him? And what is the joy of devotion? And that at that very moment, <coughs> when Radha and Krishna have a desire at any moment, Yoga Maya makes arrangements that this can come to happen. And when this desire appears in the heart of Krishna, Yoga Maya immediately makes a new eternal dham. This is called Navadvip. Where the sadhana lila, the lila of a God's absorption in God can happen. This is a a wonderful thing. And for me, 
the greatest mystery that the queen of Prindavan we celebrated yesterday suddenly wants to assist him and help him in doing that. So, and whatever Radhika is doing, she is taking us with her. So suddenly, you know, entering a world to assist Kadadhar, to assist in that wonderful service. So for me, this is a, one of the great mysteries. And when personally in my life, the first time I went to Navadvip, I wanted to stay at a few places. And mysteriously, it was arranged that I stayed in Champahati, which is the place of Borgadanhar, where the brother of Gadadhar himself, Vaninath, he installed <coughs> these wonderful, beautiful deities of Gora and Gadadhar. And I lived there with a disciple of Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasadi Thakur, Nayananda Das Brahmachari. Mm. He lived there at that time. And I had no idea, but I prayed, I want to be introduced in your world. And when these kinds of prayers are in the heart, so much help is offered to us. So, and he offered me to Gorgadana at that time. Actually, we made even a ceremony. He offered me to the feet of Gorgadana. Gorgadana was already? No, no, in Champahati. Oh, yeah, but this Gorgadana was not yet. Come. No, no, oh, okay, it's okay. much, much later. I see, I see. It came much later. I see. So. <clears throat> And later I found out that many of our Acharyas, especially our Bhaktino Thakur, was a very fond worshipper of Gorgadhar. And for me, whole Braj Leela and whole Brindavan is there in Gorgadhar. And I just wanted to give my life to them and then they appeared so but it's the mystery and we could spend the rest of our life discussing about goranga and their associates and i would know we would we would make the best of the remaining years doing that and it's this wonderful joy now that we can have this festival today uh, to hear about Gorigadadhar from our dear Maharaj. And <clears throat> to understand when we go to bed tonight, just rubbing the eyes in amazement and said, oh, it's special. We have a new family like an Indian girl at the time of marriage suddenly so today is the day of our marriage <laughs> today is the day where some banda a relationship is made or deepened with 
the most wonderful uh, divine personalities which can really nourish our heart. So, when we first met, very quick, the topic of Gurugadana came up. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's just a little introduction. Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Tapto yasya pratitta gripaya shri gurum tamnatashmi vancha kalpataru vyasya gripasindukhe vacha patita nam pavane vyo vaishnavibhyanamo namaha nikila shati mali ratnamaladyuti nirajita padapankajanta aji mukta kulairupasyamanam paritastam harinam samshrayami Nadi Pitacherim Chirat Kerunayavatirunakalam Shamar Paitamunatuj Balarasan Savakti Shriam Hari Purata Sundara Diutikadamba Sandi Pita Shadahari Daye Kandadesh Purato Ova Sachinandana Ajanulambita Bujo Kanakabadatu Sankirtanaika Pitaru Kamalaya Taksho Vishwambaro di Jaburu Jogadharma Palo Vandi Jagat Priyakuru Karunabataru Ladini Shakti Sarupai Goranga Suridayacha Bhakta Shakti Pradhanaya Gadadharanamashtuti he Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinavandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kantaradha Kantanamashtate Radhe Vrindavanadishi Karunam Ritabahini Kripaya Nijapadavja Dasyan Mayam Pradiyatam Bhaktya Vihinaya Pradhalakshaya Shiktashta kamadi tarangamadhi Kripa maitvam sharanam prapanam Brande namaste charanadabindam Brande namaste charanadabindam Sri Satchinandan Gaudhari ki jai Shri Harinam Prabhu ki jai, Shri Shri Gaur ji ki jai, Shri Shri Radha Govind ji ki jai, Gaur Bhaktabrind ki jai, Gaur Praman Haribo. Shri 
She needs to see me to read my lips so she can translate, right? Okay. I'm lear <laughs> learning some. Mm. Yeah, no, 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 it's okay. <clears throat> so, good morning to all again. Pranam. <laughs> Thank you so much, Christian Chandra Pro, for your <laughs> introduction. That was a real Mangala Charan. <laughs> So, so here we are uh, with our Radastami celebration overflowing <laughs> into today's topic. That's how it should happen. No, it should be overflowing in anticipation before the official day and overflowing as a result of the celebration after the official day. It's Adivas Titi, but there is no Adivas. Yeah, we have to. We have to establish that in our Sampradaya for sure. Adivas means like the ceremony, like in anticipation of a certain celebration. So he's saying we have to do something. Another, we have to create some ceremony for after the celebration to continue. The huh? for the Anfrego and the for yeah. all the Sampradaya. Yeah. <laughs> when we are finishing that ceremony, we have to, again to start the Adiba ceremony for the next yeah, year or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kirtaniya Sadahari, right? <laughs> that's that's our world that's where you where we want to swim no? that's the ocean we want to float for eternity diving deep mm -hmm. so yeah the inspiration came to since here three three gold gadar and other are their presiding deities i remember first time i i heard about the existence of someone called krishna chandra prabhu you may know him <laughs> So I hear about him, and, and almost the very first thing I hear is he worshipped Korgadadar. No, so I got like, hmm, no, like some chills came. Korgadadar, no, that's not so common. <laughs> uh, so that was like a very immediate samskar, even without talking to him first time, without knowing, but just Korgadadar appeared like in between, no, creating the sense of sambandas he was mentioning. As he mentioned, when we first met, just like Gorgadar came in <laughs> immediately. So, so yeah, this is a very, as Krishna Prabhu, a very Rahashamai, very secret. The nature of this topic is very secret. If what we shared yesterday was confidential, then fasten your seatbelt because. <laughs> Yesterday was a warming up for today, so to say. And and I beg forgiveness if for some of you the topic may be too way beyond your head. It will be beyond everyone's head, so it's okay. You are not alone in that. In one sense, this topic is the <clears throat> the deepest of the deepest, basically. And of course, I'm bas I, I I'm basically ashamed to be here trying to say something about the deepest of the deepest. I mean, but that's that's indeed a test or, or, or a, a confirmation of the powerful mercy and grace that flows through Gorgadada that allows someone like me to try to say something. I'm not going I'm not going to say that I will say something, but just to attempt to say something just 
that's not my, my, my merit, my decision, so to say, you know, to begin with, it was their input. Huh? So, so yeah, we, we thought with Trisha Chandra Pru, maybe today morning and evening meetings, we can continue reflecting on the significance of Sri Radha for, but from the vantage point of Gorlila. Because again, if you love someone, or you want to love someone. <laughs> Gorlila, Gorlila, yeah. Because if you want to love someone, you will be open and, and, and passionate about knowing all the different facets of that person. So, so Gadadhar Pandit in particular, we will concentrate on Gadadhar Pandit since we are talking about Radha in this unique moment as Mahaprabhu's is Krishna in a very unique moment, as Krishna Chandra put it, very unique adventure. <laughs> or Lila is a big adventure. It's a big, I like to call like a, like a laboratory, no? like to do an experiment. What does it mean to taste rather? <laughs> and the laboratory is exploding constantly or something. So as we will see, Krishna needs, needs help, needs support, needs assistance needs shelter, needs inspiration, needs grace from her <laughs> for him to be successful, for Gorlila to be what it is. So Godadar Pandit will be such a crucial element. Godadar Pandit, in one sense, is the less spoken of person in the whole Gorlila, we could say. If you go through the biographies of Mahaprabhu, by comparison with other Parishads, Literally said about Gadadhar, but at the same time, he is the most crucial figure figure in the whole lila. As I would say the other day, without Gadadhar Pandit, there is no Gaur Lila. Without Gadadhar Pandit, uh, Gaur Lila will be a failure, basically. Predestined failure. Yeah, before starting your the match, you already lost, lost the game. Something like that. So that's a very interesting topic. And these topics to talk about Gadadhar, to talk about Mahaprabhu, because Mahaprabhu has a very broad side, but also has a very deep side. So there is breadth and depth. And, and sometimes I've seen that, not always, but in some many places in our community, the emphasis on Mahaprabhu is on the breadth side. Like he's giving Sankirtan and we, and it's okay. I'm, it's glorious. It's beautiful. But all that is coming from, <laughs> from what he's experiencing, the depth of his own experience. And sometimes Gorlila, Mahaprabhu's experience, what to speak of God, others role. I will say my personal opinion is my personal opinion. <laughs> it's not emphasized enough. Mm -hmm. You know, some product. Gorlila many times is just seen as a bridge to Krishna Lila, but not as a destiny unto itself. Or not as the innermost chamber of Krishna Lila. Because in one sense, Gorlila and Krishna Lila are not two separate things. No? As Krishna and Mahaprabhu are not two different people. So Nadi and Braj are not two different realms in one sense. They are a deeper dimension of the other, basically, we could say. <laughs> so I personally feel, I mean, I was planning to write a whole book about this, 
but some things happened in my life and I ended writing radical personalism. <laughs> <laughs> but still the the notes are there, like the 200 plus pages of notes to write on Mahapru and Gadada are waiting. So with your blessing, hopefully we may be trying, may be able to do some service in the future. Because I feel that need you know, to, 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 to plumb the depths of what does it mean what Gorlila does mean, what Mahaprabhu, what Kadada, what does it mean to be a Gaudiya Vaishnava? <laughs> Gaudiya, Gaudiya means related first and foremost with what's going on in Godadesh <laughs> eternally. As Prabhupada Bhaktisiddhanta will say, <clears throat> Mahaprabhu Sri Chaitanya Radha Krishna Nahe Anya Rupanoga Janera Jivan. So, for us, sometimes called Rupanuga Vaishnavas, those who follow in the footsteps mm -hmm. of Sri Rupa Goswami, uh, Mahaprabhu Sri Chaitanya Radha Krishna Nahanya. He said, Mahaprabhu is non different from Radha and Krishna. And to talk about that is the life and soul of all the Rupanuga Vaishnavas. Mm -hmm. So, our life and soul is to talk about how Mahaprabhu is Radha, in which sense he's Radha and Krishna. Because we can say he's Radha and Krishna in a very like simplistic sense. But in one sense, he's not Radha and Krishna in every sense, because if not, what happens with Gadada? Mm -hmm. no? So he's Krishna hmm, tasting the mood of Radha specifically. And that's what is mentioned in the uh, Mangala Charanam Chaitanya Charitamrita. He's tasting, he's Krishna tasting the mood of Radha. So again, the question comes. So where is Radha then? No. <laughs> um, that Radha in Gorlila is Sri Gadadhar Pandit. Mm -hmm. Serving, as we say these days, serving his beloved in a very specific way. Why? Because Gorlila is a very specific lila where Krishna has a very specific necessity. Very specific, not abstract, not generic, but very specific. Mm -hmm. So and I will say the more specific the how to say the more specific the idea of the of God, the more specific will be the, the service necessity in connection to that idea. If we have a very generic abstract idea of who God is, probably we won't have a very specific idea of how to relate to him. And you can see that in, in different traditions. In certain traditions, the idea of God is not very specific. It's just God or someone over there or someone over there, somewhere. <laughs> but there's not too much of a conception of serving him even. What to speak of how to serve him. What to speak of him being in need, having certain service necessities and how we can offer ourselves. And Generally, all that is not so explored in many traditions. So the more specific the description of the Godhead, the more detailed the service necessity that will be presented to us. Do you understand my point? Mm -hmm. So, and we have in our tradition a very detailed, specific description of who God is, or who God are, <laughs> and what's the necessity that comes out of their loving interaction as we talk these days, love creates their own necessities. 
and, and what we can do in, in that. I mean, the idea is we are to offer ourselves in to serve those necessities somehow or other. So we'll be talking a little bit today about that in connection to the other who is again Sri Radha appearing in a very specific way to serve Krishna, who is appearing in a very specific way called Mahaprabhu with a very specific necessity. Everything is very specific, very personal, radically personal. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, so as we say yesterday, and some of you were also reading and sharing, um, Shirada is a guru of Krishna, we could say. No? Radhikar Prima Guru, I mean, Sisyanata. No? That's coming through the pen of Krishna Das Kaviraj, but that's being said by Krishna himself. No? That's his Abhiman. No? That's who I am, he says. Shirada is my guru. I'm her dancing student. Radhikar Prem Guru. Specifically, he's saying her love is my guru. Of course, she's not different from her love. <laughs> she's love personified. <laughs> so Krishna is an eternal student in the school of love. That's how he chooses to define himself. That's very humble. Krishna is the most humble person. If you ask Krishna, who are you? He won't say, I'm God, the almighty controller of everyone. He said, I'm a student in the school of love. I'm learning to dance my first steps. No, something like that. Because <laughs> it's an ending. You can always dance so many new dances. So in Gorlila, we'll see how that same pattern happens. No, Gadadhar will be the guru of Mahaprabhu. will be on a daily basis teaching him Bhagavatam. Teaching him how to dance, how to dance the Radha Bhav Nataka, <laughs> basically. So, Gaur Lila and Krishna Lila are different in certain way, but in another way, there are so many patterns that continue their express from another perspective. Like yesterday, you were referring to this beautiful, famous section of Govinda Lilamrita, also. No? Brinda Devi is telling Sri Radha how Krishna is like you know, learning to dance, basically. And, and Radha's presence in Radha Kunda that Krishna perceives everywhere is the teacher. And he's basically a puppet in, 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 that, in those hands. <laughs> so similarly, Sri Gadadhar will be instructing Mahaprabhu how to taste Radha Bhav. Because she knows he wants to taste my heart. That's not an easy project. Again, you have to shift, as we will see from Purusha Bhav to Paraprakriti Bhav. No? That's not so easy, especially if the Purusha is Purusha Tam, no? <laughs> the Supreme Purusha. That's a complete shift in, in, in the perspective. Yes, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Ist die Transformation von Purush Bhav, das heißt die Stimmung, ich bin hier der Genießer, ich bin das Zentrum, zu Prakriti, Paraprakriti Bhav, zu einer Stimmung, einer bedingungslosen Dienerin, einer zur Verfügung stehend. Das ist ganz einfach zusammengefasst, der ganze innere Weg vom Imitationsgott 
zum Seelenbewusstsein sozusagen hinzugehen. Aber Maharaj hat ja gesagt, so schön, es ist nicht ganz einfach, dass dieser Weg geschehen kann, wenn du dem Parama Purusha bist, der allerhöchste wahre Genießer bist, Krishna selber. Aber er, dass er, that he needs help in that biggest project, for ourselves it's already a big project, Purusha behauptet, So it's interesting because Mahaprabhu, actually Gaur Lila sometimes is called Acharya Lila, which means Gaur is Krishna, but acting as a guru. But also, despite he acts as a guru, he also has not only Gadadhar, so many gurus, but Gadadhar being a very important one. So the fact that you are an Acharya like Mahaprabhu is, doesn't mean that you stop being a student. Like I like to say, to be a guru means to remain a student, but from a different, from another seat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you may have to take another seat, a little bit more fancy, whatever, <laughs> but you are still a student, just from another, another perspective. Mm -hmm. So, so anyhow, the other pundit. Of course, in one sense, every member we could speak about every member of the Panchatattva in, in such a way that each of them will be the most important. No? That's also. <laughs> Paradox. <laughs> we can speak about Mahaprabhu, the most important. Nityananda Prabhu, oh, the most yeah. important. <laughs> no? Galadhar Prabhu, the most important. Advaita Char, the most important. Srivas Pan, the most important. And, and, and there are so many reasons why no? each of them will be the most important. So that's also the paradox. I, I don't want to sound too like only Galadhar is the most important. No? But in a certain way, yes, he's <laughs> the most important. <laughs> Because as I like to say, Mahap Mahaprabhu is Krishna. And this is my personal bias, sorry. But Mahaprabhu is Krishna in his most upgraded form. No? Experiencing something that as Krishna and Braja Lila, he's missing. Mm -hmm. So Gaur Lila is including Krishna's highest version, so to say. No? Mahaprabhu. So if Gaur Lila includes Krishna's highest version, it must include Radha's highest version as well, mm. no? mm. which is Gadadhar. Mm. Mm. So Krishna is, Gore is Krishna in his most upgraded version, Gadadhar is Sri Radha in his most upgraded version. Mm. As I like to, to say, sometimes we hear that Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. You've heard that description. So we could say Mahaprabhu is the supreme personality of Krishna. <laughs> right <laughs> so similarly Shira, as Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead Sri Radha is the supreme personality of the goddess and Godadar is the supreme personality of Radha hmm? no? is Godadar is Sri Radha in her ultimate form to serve Krishna in his ultimate form basically hmm? so if Mahaprabhu is Krishna in his moment of greatest need, we already talked these days about vulnerability and the need to taste rather about the risk of that, the emotional exposure of that, the vulnerability in that. <clears throat> so it means that Sri Radha will manifest accordingly to dedicate herself to that moment of her beloved's greatest need. 
where she will exhibit the most comprehensive dedication. That's got other funded. Hmm? <clears throat> and because of that dedication, because of how Shirada is giving herself to Krishna, ask another, so Mahaprabhu can be successful, is that we are here today. Because we can say, okay, I'm here today because of Mahaprabhu's gift. No? His Mahavadanja, no? Anarpita Charimchi, all this. Like he gave Unnatach Palarasa to the world. And, and I don't want to take that glory out from Mahaprabhu, of course. <laughs> we glorify Mahaprabhu by the gift he is given. But and how we are being blessed by that. But the point is, from whom he received that gift himself? Because what Mahaprabhu is giving to the world is an extension of his own experience. Mm -hmm. And he couldn't have his own experience if Gadada would not be facilitating that. So we are here because of Mahaprabhu's grace. But Mahaprabhu became Mahaprabhu by Gadada's grace. So by extension, we are here by Gadadhar's grace. If Gadadhar wouldn't be doing what he's doing, there will no, there will be no Ananda Dam, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so we owe this place to Gadadhar Prabhu. Mm -hmm. yes. You get my point? So, oh. <laughs> so in so vielen Schriften wird immer wieder beschrieben, wie Krishna in der Gestalt von Chaitanya Mahaprabhu so viel Gnade verteilt. Oder den heiligen Namen und er erhebt alle, es verteilen von ihm als die großherzigste Inkarnation. Als die großherzigste Inkarnation. Aber woher hat er das alles bekommen? Nämlich von Gadana. Es ist Krishna, der ausgestattet ist ähm, mit einem Geschenk aus Shinati Radikas Herz. Von dort kommt das Verteilen. Man kann nur sagen, in technical terms, the distributing of Prema in Mahaprabhu is the Yavada Shrayavriti of Shinati Radhika. Mm. It's like this mood in Uchwalani Lamani. Mm. Whoever comes in connection with Radhika is like by the vibration just taken. Mm -hmm. So that Gadadhar is like initiating mm. Mahaprabhu in that. Mm. So, yeah, in, in, in few words, as Krishna Chandra Prabhu mentioned, in <clears throat> Mahaprabhu is Krishna in his most generous moment. But that's actually happened because Gadadri Srirada in her most generous moment. <laughs> no? She's giving herself to him uniquely as Gadadri, and that allows him to be the most generous. <laughs> no? So Mahaprabhu is known as Mahavadanja, but Gadadri should be Maha Mahavadanja or something like that. <laughs> and and, and Srirada's Gadadri is so generous that even for those who have an affinity toward Radha Dasham, which is kind of the main current in our tradition. In Nityanavadvi, those devotees will have the chance to serve not only the Radha Dasham that Mahaprabhu is experiencing, 
but also to offer Radha Dasan to Radha herself as Gadada. So do you, you will have double Radha Dasan opportunity, double opportunity to serve Sri Radha, to serve the mood of Radha in Mahaprabhu's heart and to serve Sri Radha personally as Gadada in, 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 in his emptiness, mm -hmm. no? in giving all that she, he has to Mahaprabhu. So there will be a double Radha Dasyam. Uh -huh. no? You have one Radha Dasyam Rajalila, you have double Radha Dasyam in Gorlila. I just translate quickly. Okay. <laughs> das ist so tief, um, das, der Kulminationspunkt in der ganzen Sampradaya ist es, hinzugehen zum ewigen liebenden Dienst zu Shimati Radhika Radha Dasyam. So, im ewigen Navajit, im ewigen Lila von Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, kommen all diese Mandaris auch, mir auch, kommen dahin und dien, dort ist Radha Dasyam, wann dient Shimati Radharama, aber jetzt ist es wie verdoppelt, weil es ist Krishna selber, der ja die Stimmung von Shimati Radhika kostet, dort im ewigen Navadrip. Dann ist dort und man dient Shimati Radharani in dieser Form, aber Radharani ist ja auch noch da als Gadadhar. So ist es wie eine Potenzierung von Radhadasam. It's like, um, you know, a put, uh, magnified huh? Radhadasam. Yeah. Yes, because Gaur Lila is Krishna Lila magnified. So, <laughs> whatever happens in Braja Lila, it will be like over overflowing in Gaur Lila. Mm -hmm. I do not get that point where you say, like, my daughter's grace, Krishna became Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. How did you formulate this? No, the point was that Krishna's Mahaprabhu, why Krishna appears as Mahaprabhu to taste Radhavab. And that can only happen if Radha agrees to give that bhav, and that's Gadada giving the bhav, and in that sense allowing Krishna to be Mahaprabhu. That was the point. So, so that means that Gadada is in Krishna Lila who gives, or it's, or you use here in that example you use Gadada and Radharani as synonyms. Yeah. Yeah. Because they are the same person. Uh, the daughter in that form has to be in Krishna Lila who, who gives the grace, or it's Radharani who gives the grace. I mean, there is no difference among the two, no? Radha and Gadadhar. Again, and also this is important point, when we speak about Gaur Lila, Krishna Lila, and Radha giving the grace, we have to be careful not to think in terms of time, no? because Gaur Lila is eternal. It's not that at one point in time that happened, no? It's always going on. Sometimes a way of speaking about that so we can somehow conceive of eternal realities which some, sometimes are difficult to figure out as we talked the other days in our head. Something that never began. <laughs> yes. Just two questions. Dass die Beziehung zwischen Goda und Gadada auch vor allem darin besteht, oder auch dass Goranga wirklich diese ganze Barmherzigkeit schenken kann, dass sich das speist daraus, dass er überhaupt die Barmherzigkeit von 
um, Gadada affair. Yes, we just talked that the Mahaprabhu can give all the mercy. It only really has its root that he receives the grace of Gadada. Und dass daraus eben auch um, so eine ganz spezifische Art und Weise Gora zu dienen auch erwächst. Yes, and by that some very specific way of serving Goranga is like being born. Und wir haben gehört, dass es zum einen ist, dass eben Gadada der Guru von Goranga ist. That Gadada is in one way the Guru of, of Mahaprabhu. Und da wäre jetzt einmal die Frage, ich fände es so schön, so konkreter darüber zu hören, weil das ist jetzt noch so allgemein. Etwas genau über dieses, auf welche Art und Weise schenkt Gadada wirklich diese Barmherzigkeit? So, I, I would like so, to um, be a little more specific. In which way is he the Guru and which way, in which way is he teaching Mahaprabhu to mm. become that what he is, that it's not saying in an abstract way? Yeah. Okay. Also, das war die erste. This is the first question. Okay. I'll reply to that question. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Thank you for the question. So, of course, Mahaprabhu has many gurus. And as we know, uh, from all those gurus, somehow he's receiving different... Uh, he's being facilitated to get closer and closer to the experience of Radhava. You know? For example, he has uh, Ishvara Puri as his Diksha guru. And it is mentioned that Ishvara Puri had association before giving initiation to Mahaprabhu with Gadadhar. So somehow there were some Gadadhar samskars in Ishwar Puri. So those were passed to Mahaprabhu in Diksha. Mahaprabhu then received sannyas from Kesha Bharati. And of course, we know that this sannyas of Mahaprabhu, although externally has its reasons in terms of, okay, social position and how people will look at the sannyasi and they will be attentive to the hearing. It has its own internal meaning. That's a whole separate lecture, the sannyas of Mahaprabhu, a whole separate retreat, <laughs> one week or separate something, life. separate lifetime. So <laughs> I'm willing to have another lifetime here if, if that means going on there. Yeah. All the ones that we need, no problem. But that's deeply tied with getting closer to Radha Baba as well. Like as the gopis are leaving everything behind for the sake of Krishna, Mahaprabhu is doing. Yeah. Then another Siksha Guru he will have will be Ramananda Roy, mm -hmm. like Ragamarg Guru. No? When they meet in Godavari, South India, the famous <laughs> Sambad, the famous conversation they have, Nehobahi Agikahar. No? That superficial go deeper, that superficial go deeper, that superficial go deeper. At one point, Mahaprabhu says, Stop talking, that's too much. <laughs> he covers Ramananda's mouth. So that's also part of his getting closer and closer to what he wants to. No? But eventually, Mahaprabhu returns because Mahaprabhu goes to Puri very quickly and very quickly goes to, sorry, to South India after being in Puri and stays a few years outside of Puri and then returns to Puri just to stay there till he passes. His lila closes. And when he returns from Puri after having had no, Siksha, Diksha, Siksha, Sanyas, he settles in Puri and <clears throat> on a daily basis, Gadadhar Pandit will start to 
Okay, Mahaprabhu already comes with all these samskars, with all these impressions. Okay, now let's do something with this. Sit down on a daily basis. Angadada will instruct, will teach Srimad Bhagavatam to Mahaprabhu, basically. Well, like the famous painting that was ordered by Prataparudra Maharaj. Maybe you have seen it. That's a nice one. Yeah, I, I'm sure you all see it. We can, we can look for that then. Let's see if I have it here. <laughs> uh, I'm just putting it in Google. Let's see if it counts. Uh, okay, one second. Yeah. I mean, uh, there are versions of it. So there here is the one that is not the original. I want to see the original. I think this is the one. Let's see. Yeah, but I, I cannot I cannot see it be too big. But, okay, something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, there may be another version, but there's got other Pandit teaching Bhagavatam here. Oh, Mahaprabhu yeah. was listening can here. Mm -hmm. Then then we can share the picture with all of you if you want. That's a pretty beautiful. That was commanded by Prataparudra Maharaj, who's the one offering Dandavat here. Uh -huh. no? so that's nice also. He ordered, please do a painting and put me offering Dandavat to everyone <laughs> there. No? Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah there's one in different places. No, They, they have a, a separate version of it. That's why I say there are different versions of the same, because it's a very... This one's in this one, there was not there, but it's also Harida Stakur hanging the Gamsha on one side, also. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, we will shift translators. Okay. So anyhow, they. Oh, sorry. I will wait for the translation. So Gadadhar Pandit starts to teach Bhagavatam to Mahaprabhu. Because remember, no. What, what did we say? What did we say yesterday? Huh? What was the stream at Bhagavatam about? Thank you. <laughs> so if you pay attention, the, the name of the book already, this is about Sri Mada. No, that's the madness of Sri for him. Hmm? So if that's what the Bhagavatam is about, ultimately it's about Radhabhav, we could say. No? So that's what Gadadhar Pandit is instructing Mahaprabhu about, because Mahaprabhu wants to taste that, wants to taste that which is the very essence of the Bhagavatam. So that's why... On a daily basis, Gadadhar is giving lessons to Mahaprabhu in Tota Gopinath. And then Mahaprabhu will go back to the Gambira and do his homework in the Gambira. So, chanting and crying and rolling on the ground and in separation. No, that's a practical result of the lessons he's receiving on a daily basis. No, he will be assisted because the homework will be challenging. So Swarup Damodara Ramananda, they will be there like supporting Mahaprabhu. But basically that will be the way in which uh Gadadhar Pandit is a guru of, of Sri Chaitanya. He's instructing him on a daily basis, 
teaching Bhagavatam, teaching Radhabhav, teaching how to enter into her experience, into her heart, day after day after. And when Mahaprabhu is just entering more and more and more, as we say, Gadadhar Pandit starts to disappear. Uh, because Mahaprabhu starts to enter into Radhabhav. So if, if he's there without him, next to him, that may remind him someone else is Radha, so to say. <laughs> so Mahaprabhu enters the stage. Like if you have a, an actor and your teacher, so the teacher is instructing the actor, and when the actor goes into the stage, the teacher won't go into the stage with the student. He will remain on the, at the side, appreciating like, hmm, nice. <laughs> so see me something like that, no? Gadada is receding into the background. The more Mahaprabhu is becoming Radha, the more Gadada disappears. The more Gadada is emptying himself. <clears throat> but that emptying is glorious in its own way. We could think empty, that doesn't sound too interesting. Now we may think the, the idea is to be full. And, and, and Gadadhar is just like, Srila Siddhar Maharaj will poetically describe Gadadhar as an empty bag. Again, poetically, like Krishna plundered all his wealth and ran. <laughs> and Gadadhar is running behind Mahaprabhu like a beggar because all her wealth, his wealth has been stolen from Krishna. Again, in, in a poetical way, no? speaking about the the dedication of Gadad, the willingness to give whatever he has for the success of the beloved. Po poetically, I really like this. Maybe you know this example. He will say, Krishna, which day Radha, which day Radha was born? On, according to lunar position, which day? You have the replies in the name of the celebration. <laughs> yeah. I, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> don't run. Don't run there for one minute. <laughs> so, Shirada was born on Astami, which means half moon. Krishna was born on also Astami, which is half moon. You put the two moons together and you have Purnim, full moon, Mahaprabhu. Huh? Since Mahaprabhu is in one way, Radha and Krishna combined, he's born in full moon. The half moon on Krishna, the half moon of Radha, one moon. Now, on which day Gadada was born? Amabhasya, which means new moon, which new moon means no moon, <laughs> empty. On which day Gadadhar passed away? Amavasya. Empty. I need to say also on the hottest month of the year. No? In India, you know what that means. <laughs> so he appeared and disappeared during the summer season in India with no moon. No? Like this is the, again the poetic description. Empty. In the most difficult moment, giving himself as much as he can. Hmm? We're making Mahaprabhu successful. Hmm? So again, all this is speaking about the service disposition of Radha, Aska Dhadar. Hmm? Totally identify with the need of Mahaprabhu. Sorry? I didn't hear the last thing. I don't know what to say, last thing. 
that this speaks about Radha's dedication as Gadadhar serving Mahaprabhu in, her, in the moments of his greatest need. Remember, Mahaprabhu is Krishna in his greatest need, trying to taste Radhabhav. So his need becomes, Mahaprabhu's need becomes Gadadhar's need because he's totally identified with the beloved. Whatever my beloved wants is my desire. He wants that, I want that for him. There's not separate agenda, separate. I have my desires and he has his desires. I wish him the best with his desire. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> he has this desire. I totally identify with them. They become my desires. Mm -hmm. So in that way, they are ready to serve him. He, he is ready to serve Mahaprabhu in his hour of need. Why? So we could say Gadadhar Pandit is Sri Radha in her moment of greatest necessity because she is serving Krishna in his moment of greatest necessity as Mahaprabhu. Should I, I repeat again, just in case? So Gadadhar is Radha, I repeat, in her in the moment of great in her moment of greatest necessity. Why? Because Krishna's Mahaprabhu is in his greatest necessity, and his greatest necessity becomes Radha's greatest necessity. So you can imagine for us trying to serve them, how great will be the necessity of service then. <laughs> if we identify with their service necessity that will become our greatest necessity also. <laughs> so that's how Gadadhar is assisting Mahaprabhu on giving new life this is like the beautiful verse that Srila Siddhar Maharaj composed you may know it glorifying Gadadhar that's beautiful beautiful we can recite it it says no, that's what you know, Thakur's yeah. song. This, this is one of, of uh, it has Godrum Bhajan Upadesh, which also is like <laughs> this says Nilambodi. Nilambodi tati sadasa vidaha chepan vidam bandhavam Srimad Bhagavati Kathamadiraya Sanjeevayam Bhatiya. Srimad Bhagavatam Sadasanayana Asrupayanai Pujayam Goswami Pravaro Gadadhar Vibhor Bhuyadma Dekadgati. Another lifetime for that verse we need. <laughs> Another lifetime to explain that verse. Yeah. After this class, we, we will all have made a vow to come back to this world minimum 10 lifetimes to go through some of this stuff. <laughs> I will meet each other, we'll be together, so no problem. <clears throat> Is that okay? Yes. <laughs> if not, then that means you still want mukti. Very some problem. Did she ask a second question? Yes. I, I got lost and found in, in, in the top. Question which really fits to her first question. So, if I your question fits what we are talking now, yes, it's fine. Yeah, of course. Sorry, um, my question is um, most of the uh, we work with Gada and Mahaprabhu in Nadia Dina, so before he took sannyas. So my question, if we just spoke about how Gadapani um, 
was teaching Bhagavatam to Mahaprabhu. Mm -hmm. And that was in Puri, or did, did I, I already discussed in, in Nadia Bhagavatam? You are asking? Yeah. No, that, that's taking place in Nitya Navadvip. Yeah. Nitya Navadvip. Because in Nitya Navadvip, will teach Mahaprabhu's Bhagavatam on a daily basis. Okay, in the descriptions of the Astakaliya Lila and Nitya Navadvip, no? in, the, in, in certain part of the day, the Purban Lila before Madhyan Lila, Gadadhar Pandit is teaching Mahaprabhu's Bhagavatam. Eternally, mm -hmm. because again, he can never fully experience Radha Bhav, so he needs further instruction mm -hmm. forever. <laughs> but on the, on, on on the earthly lila in Navadvip, at that point, Mahaprabhu in the beginning, as we know, Mahaprabhu was not, not a Vaishnava in the lila. He was a pandit for a big amount of time. Of course, eventually he became, in my pandit, initiated by Ishvara Puri, a Vaishnava. Angadadar was there, but his Radhabab was gradually unfolding. So that still didn't take place, the dynamics of the Bhagavatam class that happened more in Puri. On earth, but in Nityanavadip, that will be on Navadip every single day. And we worship only the deity. A deity means always in connection to the Nityalila. That's why yeah. we never worship a deity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as a sannyasi. Yeah, so the altar is a portal into the realms we want to attain eternally. So the way we have Krishna or Mahaprabhu will be according to the mood we want to serve them. Yeah. Rest very opulent. What do you mean by opulent? Uh, like <laughs> like this? Crowns. I mean, now they, they don't have like these jewels and pearls uh, stitched, and but some outfits we have they are very opulent. Are they very opulent? Not really opulent. Okay. But just like you know, the chatter, they have stitches and like this, <laughs> or it's like more simple. <laughs> My point is, yeah, sorry. I think it's, <coughs> they may, might be, even in Nityanavadip, the greatest Aishwarya, like in Braj. Mm. In Braj, there is palaces of jewels, but they think we are just cowherd people mm -hmm. and we look cowherd mm -hmm. paddies. Yeah. But the Aishwarya may be there in Nityanavadip also. Yeah. There is an Aishwarya, there is yeah. opulence there. But the mood, hmm. we, said, we are just simple and we just yeah. adore. We are yeah. simple persons. Yeah, there is more opulence in Vrindavan and Navadip than in Baikuntha, actually. Vrindavan, every cow is Kamadenu. <laughs> Each grain of the soil is Chintamani. Every tree is Kalpavriksha. I mean, that's pretty Ashbarik. <laughs> but as Krishna Chandra Prabhu said, the, the psychology of the inhabitants is has nothing to do with Aishwarya. I mean, Aishwarya is there because as Vishwanatha Kavarti Thakur explains in Raghavarma Chandrika, you cannot have Madhurya without Aishwarya in the background. You need Aishwarya in the background to 
allow for the experience of and they said but the psychology of the Brajabhasis is that even if the Aishvarya comes to their to the foreground their maduria their intimacy by maduria here I mean intimacy increases no? like when Krishna lifted Govardhan that's pretty much Aishvarya I mean imagine you have your five-year-old child lifting a hill with the small finger of the less powerful hand <laughs> you start doubting like is he my son or is he like superman or something but so you could feel because before that the brajavasi would have here here oh krishna killed this krishna but they will say no those are tales that the boys are creating those boys will be boys but now they're all, we're all witnessing krishna is lifting this great hill so that's a shvarya moment but their psychology is, is such that when they witness Aishwarya, their Madhuri increases. So some of them will say, oh, huh? the hill must be too heavy. You have seen the paintings. They're all with sticks, like helping Krishna. Some of his friends will, Sri Dan will say, Krishna, hey, give me, the, give me the hill to me. You are weaker than me. I always defeat you in wrestling. So pass me the hill so you can take some rest. That's how the psychology works. Yashoda will come and bring something for him to eat. No? So he's not weak enough so he can sustain the heel. Some other friends will come and give massage. <laughs> Nobody thinking like, oh, Aishwarya, a problem here. No? So yeah, in connection to what Krishna Chandra mentioned. No? Aishwarya is there, but it's completely like buried under layers and layers of Madhurya intimacy and love and affection. So if sometimes we see in the details some Aishwarya, it points to the Aishwarya that is there, but we should be careful not to get stuck, so to say, into the Aishwarya, and it's only Aishwarya. No? So you had a second question. Zum Beispiel als Manjari dient, dann ist es so speziell, was man dann sowohl Goranga dient, in der, also als Krishna in der Stimmung von Radharani und Gadada, der You mentioned that it's so special that the Radhadasyam, the mood of Radhadasyam is like doubled or magnified in the Nityanavadi. Und meine Frage ist, wie ist das? im nicht ewigen Navadvip. Man hört immer wieder über die Beziehung der Goswamis zu Goranga, aber ich habe zum Beispiel ganz wenig bisher gehört über die Beziehung der Goswamis zu Gadada. Ob da auch eine spezielle Stimmung oder Beziehung ist und wenn ja, wie kann So, is, I heard a lot about the relationship of in this world, how the Goswamis, how they related to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But is there also some relation of the Goswamis, the six Goswamis mainly, yeah. with Gadadhar? Hmm. Well, for example, those who are in the Gadadhar Parivar are of the opinion that uh, Rupa Goswami, for example, and Sanatan Goswami, they have received Diksha from Gadadhar Pandit. All there's not a way of proving that there are not like document historical ways of connecting that's what they received in their tradition i'm talking from that perspective of that particular parivar so of course if they were disciples of gadadhar 
I'm sure there was a pretty good connection <laughs> between at least some of the Goswamis. Again, there is not something that we can prove historically, and in that sense, in the main texts that we have, Chaitanya Bhagavat, Chaitanya Charitamrita, and so on, there is not much that I can recall. You may correct me, Krishna Chandra, but that I can recall not too many descriptions about interactions between got other pandit punctually and it's not that they never met of course they did and no raguna das goswami was in puri Gadada was in puri rupa and sanatan will visit there raguna's bata uh, but as uh, like official descriptions of interactions uh, we we don't have that much information of course it doesn't mean they don't have an inter they didn't have and it doesn't mean they don't have it on a daily basis in eternity. I think some things in the scriptures we have to understand by hinting. Mm. It's like where in the Bhagavatam is it described the separation that Krishna is experiencing. It's not described. But it's described how Radhika feels separation. So, you know, it's actually hinting. It's so and this is how Shastra, Rasa Shastra especially, should be understood. You know, it's kaimutic. It, it shows on something. Mm -hmm. Dvani. This is Dvani. Yeah. Yeah. Paroksham Mamachapriya. Paroksham Mamachapriya. And in this case? One has to chant and feel something. How, <laughs> yeah. our, how my Rupa Manjari serves now okay. her swamini in Gorlila. <laughs> yeah i think that's also important that not necessarily we have to have everything given and told because there is place for mystery so to say there is place for not knowing certain things that will be only revealed particularly personally in one's heart according to one's bhajan so she's he's giving you some homework to do <laughs> Like when Narada, Narada told Vyasa, enter into Samadhi and solve your, your problem. <laughs> I have a question uh, about service in uh, Nitya Navadvi. So what I understand, the activity there, what they do is like uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is only hearing Srimad Bhagavatam. So what Only hearing? Yeah. Who say that? Um, Krishna Chandra said that, that they do on a daily basis. Also. Yeah, but not all day doing that only. Okay. So mm -hmm. what is the service there? What the uh, Manjari do? Or uh, in uh, the form of Uttama Bhagra, Well, that's a long answer because you have to go through the whole day of Mahaprabhu. And we can go, of course. <laughs> but there's a description of the Asaka Lila. Of Nityanavadu, that was that's a long topic, but it's an interesting one. Maybe maybe too much for today, but we can talk during these days. Uh, I have some. I've written some description of the eight, eight, eight period of the day of Mahaprabhu's seva, based on the descriptions given by Vishwanatha Krabarti Thakur. The Goswamis didn't talk about that. They hinted, <laughs> and the. The future, the, the next acharyas were able, like Dhyana Chandra Goswami, Gopal Guru Goswami, Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, many of them elaborated on that. 
and there is some very nice description of the eight periods of the days and what happens in Nitya Navadip and how we we are invited to serve uh, in, in, in the daily activities of Mahaprabhu, waking up and again getting together with Asos, engaging in Kirtan, studying Bhagavatam, roaming in the forest and so on and so forth. Maybe these days we can go more in detail through it takes time, but we, we did that last year? No. We did from the Sakya Bhav perspective. In Krishna Lila. Uh, in Krishna Lila. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And in Goa Lila, you made some. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can. <laughs> we can. Sorry, we interrupted you in the flow here. <laughs> we just okay. couldn't restrain the questions. Those are <laughs> wave, wave, waves in the same ocean, so it's okay. <laughs> We are still in the same ocean, so Gore Rasarnava. Now I was, I was quoting this nice verse from Silasidhar Maharaj. And I, again, that takes a lifetime to explain minimum, but beautifully he's written him how Gadadhar is accompanying Mahaprabhu in his hour of greatest need. He said, Nilambodi Tate Sadasravidahakripambitam Bandavam. Nilambodi on the on the shore of the ocean in Jagannath Puri, Chilasimar is depicting this scene. Swabiraha, Mahaprabhu is in separation from himself because he's Krishna in the mood of Radha in separation of Krishna. <laughs> so in that sense, he's in separation of he's Krishna in separation of Krishna, being in the mood of Radha. <laughs> so he uses the term Swabiraha and Chepambitam Bandabam. Gadadhar is like a bandhava, like a, a great, a very intimate friend of Mahaprabhu. And what he's doing, how he's showing his friendship, Srimad Bhagavati Katha Madhiraya Sanjivayam Bhatiya. He's pouring the wine of the Srimad Bhagavatam. That's a poetic way of describing the daily Bhagavatam lectures that Mahaprabhu is assisting to. So Gadadhar is pouring on Mahaprabhu's ears the wine of the Bhagavatam which is acting like a Sanjeevani. Sanjeevani is like this herb that brings one almost dead person back to life. You know the situation with Lakshman and Hanuman traveling, the famous picture he's bringing the whole mountain <laughs> because he was looking for this particular herb to save Lakshman's life. So Sanjeevani means something that brings you back to life. So Mahaprabhu is dying in separation, tasting Radhabhav in separation, Angadadar is bringing him back to life by pouring the wine of Bhagavatam more and more and more and more. And then he describes the reading of Gadadar. This is a very nice part. Srimad Bhagavatam Sadasanayanasru Payanaipu Jayam. So, oh, Srila Siddha Maharaj mentions uh, sometimes there is before. Reading Bhagavatam, you offer puja to the Bhagavatam. You have seen sometimes Bhagavat Saptaha, these readings. They worship the Bhagavatam, they offer Arctic to the Bhagavatam. So he's saying, Well, here Gadadhar is offer Arctic in his own way. Instead of offering water with a conch shell, torrents of tears are coming from his eyes. And in this way, he's worshiping the Bhagavatam. And, and the heart. His heart has such a flame of devotion. That's the deeper. <laughs> no? and, and in this way, all different elements uh, 
no? his offering is the Puspanjali Kata, the flower petals in the form of his words. So that's how, when you are very advanced, that's how you will offer Arctic. No? You will need plate and incense. So I don't have, I don't have matches to to like the deepa. All the elements are included. <laughs> I mean, here only he's mentioning the tears, not like him, but implying everything else. No, the rest you have to figure it out in your own heart. So to say by implication. Concentrate on what I'm sharing now. <laughs> you are being too curious now. <laughs> Krishna Chandra will give you Japamala. There it is. Go to your go to your bhajan. Go to your cave and everything else will, will be revealed there. Like someone once Srila Prabhupada reminds me, it's a loving chastisement. Prabhupada was talking about something like that, and someone started to ask very detailed questions about the Lila. And Prabhupada say, like, why don't you go there and find it for yourself? No. No, like it's not that we have to say everything, no. We say something to the point that it inspires us to engage in bhajan, and whatever remaining details will come up from your bhajan kutur, so to say. No? So anyhow, that's how Gadadhar was worshipping the Bhagavatam. So many tears. And it is said that the Bhagavatam of Gadadhar, and this is a whole different story with, with Srinivas Acharya. That, that Srinivas Acharya was sent to study the Bhagavatam with Gadadhar. And Srinivas Acharya went to Gadadhar. Gadadhar was in his last year. Mahaprabhu already passed away. You know, that, I mean, I that's another lifetime <laughs> no? because Gadadhar passed away one year after Mahaprabhu less than one year even like he became so emaciated very small that's how the whole Tota Gopinath Leela came as you know no? the Tota Gopinath was standing and Gadadhar was so emaciated he couldn't worship him and he was organizing for someone else to worship maybe later today we can talk more about Tota Gopinath and Krishna said no I want you to worship and for you, but I cannot reach you, say Gadadhar. Say, okay, I will make the arrangements. So next day, Krishna was in Padmasana, like this. That's basically the only deity of Krishna seated like this instead of in Tribanga. <laughs> so that was the last year, and Gadadhar was like shrinking in separation. So Srinivas Acharya went to learn Bhagavatam from Gadadhar. But when he arrived to Gadadhar, place in Tota Gopinath, he went, they went to the Bhagavatam <clears throat> and he saw the pages of Gadadhar's Bhagavatam, palm leaves, and all the ink was removed because of all the tears. So, so in one sense the pages were empty. Of course, in another sense the pages were full. The essence of the <laughs> Bhagavatam is that. <laughs> in one sense it seems there's nothing there. No, no, everything is there. Those tears are everything, the essence of the Bhagavatam. But in a practical sense, it was not possible to read the Bhagavad, to teach the Bhagavad without. So Srinivasacharya was very quick in trying to get another copy, which of course at that time you couldn't download the PDF in five minutes. So he had to run to another place. Yeah. And Gadada was, Gadada was shrinking, 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 as, as you know, when he returns, Gadada was already passed away in separation. One day before Rathi Yatra. 
because if you say that for Godar will, will have been too much to be in Rathiyatra without Mahaprabhu. The, the previous Rathiyatra of Mahaprabhu was there. Rathiyatra without Mahaprabhu is just like a, a killing combination, killing literally. Huh? So Godadar passed away a day before Rathiyatra, basically. So I'm saying all this in connection to this verse, Godadar's tears and how he's worshipping, pujayam, how he's offering puja to the Bhagavatam. And the last line, therefore, Srila Samara say, therefore, Goswami Prabharu Gadhadara Vibhur Bhuyat Madhika Gati. May that best of all the Goswamis, Goswami Prabharu Gadhadara Prabhu, Bhuyat Madhika Gati, no? may, he be, may he be my only goal. May I be one pointed into entering into that particular current. No? Srila Samaraj will translate that section like, like, may I enter into that particular current of that ocean and live in that unique current forever of God other people. So this, my point is, this showing how God other Pandit was, will very intimately and specifically assist Mahaprabhu and accompany and serve his, his necessity, which became her, her his necessity, so to say. You want to add something? Just, you know, because he mentions this moment of Srimad Bhagavatam. Yeah. And uh, I heard from different sadhus that Mahaprabhu is there listening and he already knows Srimad Bhagavatam. It's about his own Leela in Vrindavan. Krishna knows. But he doesn't know the perspective that Shimati Radhika has there. And he tried so many times to ask Radhika, like in Gopi Git, Krishna is hiding in the bushes. And the gopis are singing, you know, what do they now speak when I'm not here? And Krishna takes, like in Prem Samput, he takes many different forms, sometimes of a Devi, of the heavenly planet and just and he's he's going to Shimati Radhika. What is this, is she speaking? What is she feeling about me? It's very difficult. And Radhika is not huh? She's not opening her heart. But now it's like the first time. Radhika is speaking. And when you, someone is speaking, it's not just the words. It's always the mood. Mm. That's why even in this world, it said we, just, we should not just read the Bhagavatam. Mm. We should hear it with devotees who have an experience of it. Then it's the same principle applies there. Krishna knows the Bhagavatam. He knows when I went in the forest in the early morning with my cows and my friends. He knows what was going on in himself. But then he saw Shimati Radhika behind the trees. She's looking at him. What was at that moment in her mind? He has no idea. And Radhika was not speaking about. But now we have that very moment that Radhika is speaking what she was feeling at that very moment. 
and at each and every moment. Mm -hmm. So this is like a complete new revelation. Mm -hmm. So I'm, it's really wonderful that verse from Shiddha Maharaj. Thank you. Thank you for sure. So we can continue forever, but Kirtaniya Sadahari Nityam Bhagavat Sivaya. But maybe if you want, we can put stop here so and we can continue I think you later. Did, you didn't even start. This was still your idea. Yes, yes. We disturbed you. No, 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 no. It's okay. No, no, no. I, I appreciate it. I, I preferred all these questions in between. So they are related to what we are sharing. So no, no introductions. Yeah, yeah. It was like we couldn't hold back. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, I want to honor that incapacity of holding back. <laughs> yeah. I have to honor that. So yeah, if you agree, we can put the kata to rest for a few hours and continue later today and yeah. and see we what have, we have some more questions also. And yeah, I mean, if you have, if you want to share questions now related to the topic, and if not, we will have also questions and answers on different topics. Yeah. But. Mm. I, I have just a technical question, not, uh, it's not so important question. Um, when you say it's a poetic description, you mean uh, in the language of expressed in the language of Sahitya, or it's uh, uh, Alamkar, or is there a difference between Sahitya and Alamkar? Or you know about this? Because you mentioned a few times that this full moon and half moon and um, this is an expression in uh, poetics so mm -hmm. I know that but I, I don't understand it um, yet so well so it's uh, it's a Sahitya or Alamkar or what's the difference between Sahitya and Alamkar do you know? Uh, yeah but I think we will be maybe go into I mean Sahitya has more to do with a certain type of Genre, genre, you say in English? Genre of, of text that have to do with poet, poetry and, and romantic poetry in particular. Alankar mostly have, means ornaments. So alankars are part of Sahitya, let's say. You have different types of alankars. No? They're not only one. Of course, if you read, for example, Kabi Karnapur's, what's his? Alankar comes too. <laughs> then you have a very detailed exposition of different Alankars. So when I say my case, this poetry, I, I never meant something specific about Alankar or something, but just that they are using some example for na from nature, like middle, no, half moon, to depict something more beyond the the object of comparison, so to say. Hmm? So like a met metaphor, but in the context of something very deep and beautiful. So in that sense, I say that's poetry. No? Because in poetry, you will find all these types of metaphors over and over, over, and over again. Yeah. So that's actually Sahitya, mm -hmm. that, that kind of description yeah. from the nature mm -hmm. be mm -hmm. a part of Yeah, it's something which I always wondered, and <clears throat> when Mahaprabhu left, <clears throat> most of the associates of Mahaprabhu left 
very short after mm. like Swarup Damoda mm. and they couldn't hold themselves. How is it possible that like the most intimate associate like Gadadha, mm -hmm. Adika herself, could stay so long and she was like one of the last associates mm. who stayed. I mean less than a year. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, com by comparison, it was a long yeah. time. Is there a reason why she stayed so long? Hmm. I think we can. Uh, what comes to my heart in this moment will be like, first of all, that Mahaprabhu was um, requested Gadadhar to continue on the worship of Tota Gopinath. And, and I will say that. For us to fully understand that, we should then describe more in detail. Maybe, to, maybe we can talk about later today about Tota Gopinath. No? Why Tota Gopinath? What's Tota Gopinath? No? But in, in, in few words, basically, Tota Gopinath is the, the heart of Mahaprabhu in Radha Bhav. No? How Mahaprabhu, again, Mahaprabhu is Krishna in Radha Bhav, experiencing Krishna. No? You follow my point? Mm -hmm. Because if you're in Radha Bhav, you're experiencing Krishna from the perspective of Radha. So Tota Gopinath basically represents Krishna experience through the lens of Radha Bhav. And, and Gadadhar is worshipping that. Gadadhar is worshipping basically the heart of Mahaprabhu in the form of Tota Gopinath. So in that sense, as a quick reply, I will say like that's a way that he could, he was able to sustain his life for that year almost but i don't have him but i have to save up to him uh-huh uh-huh uh -huh. yeah but yeah many acharyas then will make the point that when the day the, the day before rathiatra came that was like even that was not bearable and that was the prospect of no and for that of course we have to speak about rathiatra and and, and and describe the significance and what rathiatra means for us and for Mahaprabhu in particular, and, and how and, and why then therefore for Gadadhar that was like, I cannot go, I cannot survive a Rathiyatra without him, basically. Yeah. Can I ask a practical question that is not related to Gadadhar, but just to your Kata? Okay. Did you mention uh, that it is a if there's some inch of one in one moksha. Mm. Um, and I am facing, uh, I have to be honest, like I really want moksha. <laughs> um, that's what I want most of anything. Yeah. Um, and it gets like with my pra practice, like now I'm here after 12, like I came here 12 years ago, first time. And this one in moksha is it becomes more, not less. So it's quite devastating. Like, what should I do with this? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, behind your wanting moksha, there must be some personal experience that you are going through. Um, I don't know how much personal. <laughs> I mean, it's totally personal, so I don't know how much you want that to be made public. No? So I don't want to be want to be careful on that. But in general, 
I would say that the main idea is when we want moksha. And again, I'm not condemning that. I'm not saying like <laughs> you're out of Mahaprabhu's group, you're deviated. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just, I was just making a point in a certain context that our ultimate goal sees moksha as insignificant. And so our ultimate goal, and in theory, we know that that that's one thing, but in practical reality, as a sadhakas in the stages we may be going, as you mentioned, I will try to be honest, and I applaud that because if we are not honest, and <laughs> so sometimes our honesty may take the form of, I don't know, Maharaj, I'm going through a very harsh period in my life. I'm suffering like hell, and I, I, I my focus now is stop suffering. Although I know in theory that's not the ultimate goal of my life, in this precise moment I need to find some relief to this hell I'm going through. Huh? It can happen. And it's okay, I totally understand. It's not that I will say like, that's against our Siddhanta, you should only aspire for suffering eternally with love in the spiritual world. <laughs> Now, we touch upon these topics and we are bringing them because they're true. I mean, they're not false. But again, we are giving like some general exposition of the teaching here. We are not addressing every unique personal case. That always requires a separate treatment, no? which does not contradict what we are saying, but just adapt to the circumstance in short, middle, long term. So, so again... I don't know the specific details of the situation. I, I don't know you, so I don't like to to advise people that I don't know, basically. <laughs> uh, because I've seen that a lot, and I don't like that. <laughs> no, like, like without knowing the person, like giving very conclusive, like you should do like this and this, like that, and that's how you really. And I don't know who, who you are, what you're going through, and that my, my advice may be even redoubling the trauma or something <laughs> all i will feel like i gave her the siddhanta you know? <laughs> so but yeah i will clarify basically that now that i can understand that that any of us most of us may be going at times through difficult situations in our practice in our journey and and may need some form of relief you know but but it's also nice for us to to work with that ourselves. Okay, why I want moksha? Why I want mukti? No. Again, not like a torture, but just like being in in dialogue with me. So, okay, I, I can I can understand why moksha is not the goal. Now I have to understand why moksha is the goal for me. <laughs> so why? And, and again, not like with pressure, not like self-loathing, not bringing a whip and chastising me like I'm going against Krishna. We're just trying to unpack my, my life situation, basically, you know? and see what I may need to heal, what I need to heal. Most of us may need to, to heal many parts of our emotional, psychological life and, and, and be more balanced and be more stable. Or, or maybe we may have gone through very difficult situations and that will take time not to... To close that chapter and it's okay again it's not wrong but at the same time it's good that we always keep and understand why our ultimate goal is 
like this, like this, like that. And maybe short term, middle term, we need to address other issues and solve them. But we, we know long term, this is the goal. So how my middle, my short, middle term issues, how can I solve them? So that's taking me to the long term goal and not taking me somewhere else. So that's what I can say in general, again, without knowing details, without knowing, without being too specific. I always like, again, radical person listen. So, so I prefer to, if I have to address something more specifically that requires like personal conversations and getting acquainted with each other. And because it's sometimes they're very sensitive situations and I, I don't like to just throw something <laughs> to something very delicate, specific, no? So, but yeah, I, I want to make that clear, no? So, so if someone for some valid reason <laughs> at this precise moment feels, I want some moksha, I want to stop suffering, I want to get rid of... Again, we are not condemning that. I, I can understand that. Although it's not the goal. <laughs> So we have to be able to accommodate all those things no? without going crazy, or going crazy. Because again, the, you'll, the last goal is this, but I'm not there yet personally. So if I push myself to be there tomorrow, I may become dysfunctional because it, 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 it will may, may take some time. As long as I'm not using that as an excuse to go somewhere else, <laughs> it's, it's, it's understandable. You follow my point? I mean, I know that I'm doing some things on a daily basis that probably if I will be more advanced in two lifetimes, I may not be doing. Uh, but at the present time, I may need to, to do. I mean, I'm not doing anything strange for me, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> but I don't know. Some, some of us idealize. Okay, when I'm getting closer to Prem, probably I, I won't be almost sleeping or eating. And now I'm still hungry and tired sometimes, so I'm so wrong. Uh, no, I mean, it's okay. Normalize that. Don't go crazy <laughs> or whatever, whatever is the case for each situation. As long as we are on our path with sincerity and moving forward, again, there is no rush, technically speaking. Krishna is saying the Gita, no? I mean, what you quoted yesterday, no? Like Pratyabhaya, and what was it? What, how does it start? Nehavikramanasusti. No? If you engage in this path, there is no loss nor diminution. So we are already doing bhakti, and our goal is to continue doing bhakti. So it's not that we want to go somewhere else. We want just to continue doing bhakti wherever we are. So... So I think for me, it helps me in terms of this idea of moksha or going somewhere else. But I can only go somewhere else if I've solved. The moksha is not an escape from what I have not solved here and now. That's the point, no? Because sometimes instinctively it's like, I want to get rid from this world. I want to leave this samsara. But the point is, why? Because I'm suffering. Because this situation is making me suffering. Okay, so the answer is you have to transform your consciousness in such a way that what gives you suffering now is not giving suffering anymore. The same situation. Because if not, it, it's not like I'm taken somewhere else and I have not learned my lessons here. We will be carrying whatever we have not solved before we go.
so it's and the place to solve and heal and deal with everything is now here now basically again there's no rush with this i'm not saying become complacent become mediocre but also don't become neurotic like when someone asks you let's see the rush if i start my practice today in this lifetime never practiced bhakti before this lifetime how much time will it take to reach the goal no. all these calculation questions no. <laughs> and Srila Maharaj was smiling uh, he said well if you're very serious probably three lifetimes or something and the devotee was shocked like three lifetimes he felt like whoa that's so much <laughs> and when Srila Siddhar Maharaj saw his shock he was shocked <laughs> like it's too much three lifetimes to obtain such a gift and go three lifetime after another lifetime you, you have been going and you you follow my principle and he was saying bhakti is so nice that why do you want to go somewhere else <laughs> bhakti is already there bhakti is very beautiful so where do you want to go? So the actual question is, if I want to go somewhere else, as most of us may want at times, <laughs> the question is for us, where, where, from what I'm trying to escape, so to say, what I have not solved, and, and, and I have to confront, and I have to face, where I have to deal with, again, not with guilt, not with shame, but in a healthy human acknowledgement, okay, what I have to still solve? So I'm not thinking in terms of having to go somewhere else or having to leave, but being fully present, basically, and welcoming whatever comes. Gradually reaching there. Again, we may not be ready to be there now. It's not that we press a button and boom, I'm there. But we have to be to start here and today, here and, and now to work whatever we need to work. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, some thoughts. I hope that helps. I don't know. In sincerity, can also go on the other side. That some person said, "John money, John money." Yes, I want birth after birth because actually I have so many things I still want in this world. So it's also insincere. And yeah, just philosophically, yeah. I feel Shila Prabhupada in the beginning. He said, after this very life, you go back. Uh -huh. And many of these disciples, they came to Narayan Maharaj later. And he said, yeah, it takes three or a few lifetimes more. And they had the same thing, but something entered in their Baishila Prabhupada's association. Really, I want to go home. And I think this is a very legitimate mood. Uh, you expressed it once. Huh? I really, and it's actually a, a, a it's not an escapism, but this is a mood. I want to be at home. I want to go home. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a very, Prabhupada somehow put it in the heart mm -hmm. of many souls. And this is a, in one way, it's a wonderful mood. And we are, most of us might not be on the platform that. <clears throat> the practice of bhakti is like so overwhelmingly so ecstatic 
we announced yet, but the mood is still there, is there, and that's this is what I can appreciate very much. Mm -hmm. This, I want to go home, mm -hmm. and I don't feel it's maybe Wadi Bhakti, and one can say because the impetus mm -hmm. is not really from the spiritual world, but I I have grown appreciation for that mood. Mm. Yeah, I, I want to. I want to go home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We are already home here now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I will say that is I, I totally agree with you and I will say that an important thing is that in this life in this world we we get closer and closer to that experience of home basically no? it's not like just thinking I have to wait to leave this body to be home but home is a state of consciousness you could say man gradually gradually no? the need for belonging no? the need for feeling we are part of something bigger than ourselves. It's, yes, you mentioned it's a very natural need. So I want to make that clear from whatever I say that we say, we are not kind of condemning or saying like, you're in Maya because you wish that, that's bad, that's wrong, that shouldn't be there. But And therefore we should also be compassionate with ourselves in that sense also, because sometimes if not, we are still like, Oh, I want moksha, and that's not correct. So mm -hmm. we need to re, redef, redefine or re-understand the, the words we use and what we actually need, and yeah, and be compassionate with ourselves in the process of getting closer and closer to our goal. We are already getting going home, mm -hmm. <laughs> so we should be celebrating that fact, basically. Even if in, in the process of that there will be a few. Huh? <laughs> ups and downs, backs and forth. Already the warranty by Krishna's you will not, as long as we are honest and open and not attacking Bhakti viciously, <laughs> we are already in, in that direction. We should develop this confidence. That's not pride. That's humility in acknowledging the power of grace in our lives. So, anyway, thanks so much for question and your presence i think we stop here and we will continue in a few hours shri shri gorgadadar juki jai shri shri radha govinda juki jai gor hari bhaktavrinda ki jai gor praman hari manchakalpataru shakripasindu eva chapati dhanam pavane pyo vaishnave pyo namon ananta koti vaishnavrinda ki jai gor hari 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 Hari